Hello. Oh, hello. Welcome to Gavin Gulliver. And Thank you very much. Very pleased to be here. Yes. And just as a starting question, Gulliver, how are you doing today? Meow. He said, great. Oh, that's when wonderful to hear. I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah, yeah. That gets us more firm and ready for today. That's now right. that now that the star of of our pod of our podcast channel, our cat, is having a great day. Yes, we we realized it had been several episodes before, since we'd even established why our podcast is <laughs> called Gavin Oliver. Have we ever? Yeah, that's fair. From the very beginning. Oh. Uh, Hello, I, Frank. I, I don't. I don't know who this is. Wait, our coin runs out at the end, right? Oh, it is. Is line secure? Yes. Just drop a quarter in. I have no quarter hole. <laughs> oh, great. Well, I don't want you talking that accent the the rest of that time. We'll, we'll spot you. Okay, good to go. Oh, I mean, good to go. <laughs> Great. I get I put the color in for you. Yeah. Okay. And looks like Dylan is going to be with us in just a minute. How hard of an out do you have there, Zach? Like, we need to get rushing through this, or? Um, so. Two phones on my home Um, so that would be bad. What? You just answered the question. What's up? The toilet was running. What's up? <laughs> the question was how hard of an out you have in 10 minutes. Oh, um, we have 10 to 15 minutes, but we've, we've made dinner for our friends down the street. Uh, they just had a kid like in the last less than a week. Um, so my, I mean, mildly flexible, not, not a hard, hard cutoff, but we do want to get going. You know, we don't, we don't have like 20 to 30 minutes. Okay. Well, Dylan can join for the main event. Let's get moving on the icebreaker. Mm -hmm. Super fight. <gasps> we have Darth Vader. Oh, this is you read this. I'll do it. It's funny. All right. No. So, oh, here did that. so we have Darth Vader, who is handcuffed to a golf cart and also has telekinesis. Wow. What are telekinesis? Uh, able to move things with your mind. But you kind of had in the movies anyway. I appreciate the reminder. He's got you know. double telekinesis. Yes, he's got double telekinesis. So okay. hold on. Versus an evil doll, <laughs> which is radioactive and can also possess the opponent for 30 seconds, but then gets very tired. All right. I've made my decision. Oh. Uh, 
possessed. Oh, just in case. Possessed means that you can go into the body of the other, uh, of your enemy and control them. Gulliver! Gulliver point is pointing at Darth Vader. Ah, I am on team Gulliver with this one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand how the other person's going to win if they're possessed. They have a way of resisting possession. But only for 30 seconds. Yeah. I can punch myself pretty hard in 30 seconds. But he can just use telekinesis to go through the doll as far away as possible, and then the radioactivity is not as much of a problem. Yes, but it depends where we're fight where we're fighting. That's true. If telekinesis is is if he can he can move things with his mind, so he can't he can't pull himself somewhere. He can't teleport by moving stuff with his mind. Right. He can only bring stuff to him. Right. Does Darth Vader have his lightsaber? Probably. Then I think the evil doll wins. Because there's no way he'd win handcuffed to a golf cart. Because I think the evil doll, this is not just a doll, this is not just an enemy, this is an evil doll. He will possess Darth Vader and then have Darth Vader stab himself with the, a lightsaber. In the eye. Maybe, because he's evil. <laughs> yeah. And you can do that true. in like 10 seconds. Less. Well, it's also a question of if Darth Vader knows that the doll can do this beforehand. Because then if I'm Darth Vader, I'm throwing my lightsaber and I'm not going to pick it up. I guess they, the doll could make him pick it up. But he's attached Both. to the exist. Yeah. Both of these issues have been addressed in Star Wars lore, which we assume is at play here. Number one, Darth Vader throws lightsaber. Doll possesses Darth Vader. Darth Vader can just pull lightsaber straight back. Throwing a lightsaber away... Largely oh, ineffective. I forgot about that. Point two. I assume. I, mean, I don't think this comes up directly, but I don't think Darth Vader is subject to Jedi mind tricks, right? And one assumes that uh, evil doll possession and Jedi mind trick operate in the the same sort of playing field. I'm not sure. They did not mention midichlorians anywhere in them. Plus, even plus, even if. The evil doll couldn't possess the opponent for thirty seconds, and and get very tired. But then gets very tired. He wouldn't even be able to use his lightsaber at all. True. He'd be using all of his mind to focus with the lightsaber. Then, when the doll does a sneak attack. He uses all of his mind to focus moving the lightsaber. Then that's going to go bad. Plus, is he? does he have experience with the telekinesis? Yes. All okay. of these cards means that they can do it and do it as well as they need to. Which Excuse me, Gulbert. Having not telekinesis now. and using it and can possess opponent means he can possess the opponent. Mm-hmm. Oh, that does sort of throw off my no Jedi mind trick issue. Uh, so, so I'm, um, I'm, on team, I'm on team doll. 
sneak attack, uh, Luke Skywalker blows up the Death Star. Game over. All right. Caitlin. Hello. What are we talking about today? Yeah. Today. Um, talking- can, I go- can I go first? No, she can go first. Yeah, I have to give the prompt just for the purpose of the podcast. So mm-hmm. the prompt is that if suddenly one type of animal could communicate in English, and I'm not talking about like a specific animal, like my one cat, I would be talking about like all cats, for example, then what would be what would be the best animal to be able to communicate in English? Oh, 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 can I go first? Yes, you can go first. Go ahead. Monkeys. Why is that? Because monkeys are, are, are the second smartest animal after humans. Poor dolphins. <laughs> dolphins are third. Dolphins are third smartest, and, and then it goes to raccoons, and then it goes to mice, and then rats. I think ravens have to be in there somewhere, right? Yeah, mm. and then there's ravens and crows somewhere at the end. Yeah. That makes Okay. Should we do a bit of a speed wow. round where people say they're, they're animals in a quick why? Nice. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Well, I- you just did say it. Now it's someone else's turn. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will go next since I'm in the, the same building. I'm going to say the Arctic turn. Ooh. That's exciting. Why? Because it has the longest migration of any animal and Ooh. so when we get to meet one it can tell us so much cool stuff from what it's seen from around the world but like don't they just but don't they just bounce back and forth from one place yeah but the one place they bounce back and forth to is like 40,000 miles away or something speed round speed round um, it would be an owl. Right, fingers out of your mouth so that we can hear you. Okay, go ahead. It would be an owl because I want to talk to Hedwig. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. that- uh, I was uh, unfortunately torn. I had an idea and then Ellie gave me a good idea for me. So my idea was uh, I thought it should be like a hamster um, and that way we could um, solve the national teacher shortage because there's a hamster in every classroom already they now become teachers uh second idea from ellie which is great for me less solving a national crisis um was bees i really don't like bees and that way we could talk to each other i'd be like hey here's some food for you don't bug me and he could say cool or he could say, I'm really mad at you. And that way I would know he's going to sting me. Mm. So would you be throwing pollen at the bee when you say, here's some food for you? No, it's more like a picnic situation. Okay. <laughs> okay, so now you're giving the sandwich? Because I read in a book that bees prefer prefer pollen, which then goes, they eat it, goes through their body, they poop it out for some reason, and then yep. it turns into watery liquid, and then they go through the entire process all over. Uh, for, it's uh, then they it's sw- unclear because we're in the speed round. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot it over to either Caitlin or Dylan. I can go next. So I... I'm a little bit torn, and I think I'm going to say 
whale. I think I might say humpback whale. Um, I was tempted to go with like an angler fish or something that lives in the deep, deep ocean that would just like basically be like an, you know, a sort of alien that would give insight to another world that we can't really occupy. But now that the element of intelligence has been brought up, I think that the angler fish might be too dumb. So I'm going with humpback whale. Why? Um, for the same ocean reason, I think I'd be interested in being able to communicate with someone who's in the ocean. And I think that whales are highly intelligent in a very social sense. And uh, yeah. That's fine. So now you're. Speed round. I was mentioning something. I know you. So now you're seeing it's a whole new, new world just underwater with some modifications. That's right. Dylan. Okay, Dylan. All right. Uh, I'm going to go bullfrogs. Uh, because Jeremiah was a bullfrog and was a good friend of mine, <laughs> but I never understood a single word that he said. Um, buddy, help me to drink his wine. My wine. So uh, I think we could rectify a lot of problems here, but uh, yeah. my, my personal relationship with Jeremiah, if uh, he spoke English. Winner. That was awesome. That was very good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, Natalie, oh, oh, sorry, Bennett, Ellie and I are going to have to to go, so we can't participate in the more in the in the deeper discussion. Yeah. Um, but thanks for having us for speed round. Of course, you'll definitely be mentioned in the. So it was B and Owl. Okay, you'll be met. Yeah. You'll be mentioned later. We appreciate that. Yes, totally. <laughs> Good podcasting, everyone. Good podcasting. Good and a merry podcasting, podcasting to you as well. <laughs> I'm sorry you 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 missed the coin drop. You can your coin can drop now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> blah blah. Oh, boy. Okay. So we have we have Arctic terns, humpback whales. Mm-hmm. Uh, owls. Bees, bees, owls, honeybees, honeybees, hamsters, and bullfrogs. Yeah. Okay. First things first. Are we are we looking for intelligence to help us? Oh yeah, I never Ex said monkeys. Yeah. Are we looking oh, for intelligence to help us? Are we looking for experiences? Yeah, or, or, are we we just look, or are we looking just to have just to have a conversation so we know what's going on? Right. It feels like some of these are like about just getting an interesting perspective, and some of these are about like doing some sort of greater good, like reestablishing Dylan's fraught friendship. Right. Yep. I have a, I have a problem with that. Seems like we're focusing on one particular Oof, that's full right. problem. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I like to think of Jeremiah as a, a model citizen for the, the bullfrogs at large. So you're and interested in making a connection with more bullfrogs as well. Well, I'd like to invite other people into our sort of style of relationship. Uh, <laughs> I think that it, it could be something that uh, really does a lot of people a lot of good. Yeah. And uh, along similar lines, uh, in terms of the common good, 
I just think that bullfrogs would have cool voices. So, like, oh, that would be. Could would they would they then sing as well? There'd be singing bullfrogs. There'd be bullfrogs who would be voice actors, cartoons, all of a sudden. So this very is entertaining. My, this is my problem: is that when you're out in the wilderness near a body of water, sometimes you're you'll hear frogs sort of gulping in the night. And what if instead of that, you heard them just talking at you? <laughs> I a valid point, no doubt. Uh, I think the the sense of like getting away to the wilderness on a nice camping trip would potentially be ruined forever. Yeah. I really like the whale um because uh and i think i would have really liked the the anglerfish as well just kind of the idea of like that's the closest thing we can get to an emissary from an alien world yeah that's an emissary being like a a sort of ambassador right yes an an ambassador someone who can i mean we can Having a bird tell us everything it's seen in its great travels is cool, but it is. But it's basically just a computer. It's basically just the computer of historical buildings. Right, mm-hmm. and talking to a monkey would be cool, but since monkeys are the second smartest animal after humans, it's basically just talking to a dumb human. A dumber. A dumber human. I don't, I, know if I, wanna, I don't know if I want to spend my one animal speaking English on just finding slightly <laughs> dumber But then you read about a a col- a monkey, an ape outsmart outsmarting a college outsmarting college kids. Really? Yes. Oh wow. Okay. So so we train them specifically with with zookeepers and stuff like that. They can we can actually have more humans, but they know the jungle better. They'll they'll be the mascot for teen trees. Oh, so they'll be like the Lorax. <laughs> yes, but but then a million of them. Mm. Oh no 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 no! I'm sorry. I you have lost me on monkey. As soon as you introduce the idea of a million Loraxes, I <laughs> terrifying, awful. I'm out. But then half of them die. No. Um, okay. So the younger kids. The younger. Okay. Um. So. Bees, hamsters, uh, owls. I could, I could see it with owls. I could see it being appealing. I think the birds are appealing to me in general for yes. you know, a similar reason for the swimming things. Bees are there for the same reason as the bullfrogs. Can't just have them keep chatting away. What I like about the owls is that it sort of counteracts the uh, terrifying elements of bees and bullfrogs chit-chatting. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think owls are the quietest flying animal. There, there's something about them being able to f- silently fly. Mm. And it, it might be nice to have an owl being like, on your left, like, heads up. Oh, I'm, yeah. Just I'm, a, over, a, I'm over here. Conscientious flyers. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't want to get startled by an owl. 
I like I, how they have this ability to speak out of nowhere and to communicate with humans and they're using it for like traffic patterns only. <laughs> the, the thing I get hung up on with owls and I have the only thing I have to back this up is the outrage of one friend of mine who is a park ranger who absolutely hates the 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 trope of the wise owl because apparently they are dumb as a bag of bricks (laughs) (laughs) this is according to this one person but she felt very strongly about it and she is a national park ranger so she has some authority i mean that's a good authority does not think that owls I, I will I will extrapolate from her comments that owls would not be good conversationalists. Yeah. I mean, they'd be good athlete coaches, but we already have met plenty of those. Say, say more, Bennett. Tell, tell me more about the athlete coach owl. <laughs> the athlete, athlete coach owl tra- training gymnasts how to, how to dive <laughs> on the bars. There we go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And how to swoop from bar to bar. I do. I like it. Yeah. But then they're as dumb I'm, as bricks. I'm enjoying this image. Gross. But also, one reason I don't like at the idea of having owls is Ellie used this one reason to make sure you got your facts right. You're going out on a limb here. This <laughs> Reason to um to use owls, a thing that will probably never happen, except in her dreams, so she can talk to Hogwarts, Hogwarts or whatever its name. Hedwig. Hedwig. <laughs> I don't care. Um, no, that you're making an argument that's another specific animal. Yes. So I so I'm saying the only reason Ellie wanted owls to speak is because so she could talk to one owl from from a Harry Potter from the Harry Potter series she really enjoys. Okay. So I think that owls and bullfrogs might be in this same kind of gray area of are we are we talking about giving this entire species the ability to speak just so that we can speak to the one animal? Yeah, I think so. Oh. I- I'm willing to see that point. I think there are more subtleties, but I, I understand what we're saying. <laughs> you're, uh, you're willing to give up on your gag answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm seeding a point. I'm not uh, surrendering the war. Uh, so. Fair enough. Strategic withdrawal. I'm going to exactly. continue going down the line addressing the animals of the people who are not here so they can't make a counterpoint. But I worried with the hamsters that we've assigned decided that they're all teachers. And I think that we shouldn't be 
uh, there's some sort of indentured servitude that's happening when they suddenly speak English and we decide that they all are, are going to be teachers now, right? We're, we're also days when there were class pets. Yeah. Then all the kids could walk up to them and go, oh, are you okay? Well, we can you jump. This is a good point. The, we would gain a lot of yeah. teachers. We would lose a lot of class pets. We That's lose true. all the yeah. class pets. So it, it's, not, that, it's, not pure, it's not pure improvement. Yeah. It, we, then half the kids' joy of going to school is lost. Now the now their parents have to go. Now their parents have to work out some way to bring a pet into class because now it's almost impossible to get their kid to school because their ham pet is, pet is now a hamster. Mm. And then they bring in a dog uh, as like a temporary, you know, class pet that visits every now and then. Oops, class pet. A teacher, very dramatic, yeah. not good. Very dramatic. Uh, but then my the other dog issue... would just try to e eat the teacher because the teacher is a hamster. Right. Very true. If, now, the, if the teacher has some bacon or peanut butter for, for lunch, it's all mm, num 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 on the hamster. Yeah. Okay. Earlier, we introduced that intelligence was a factor. Uh, so I do just want to quickly highlight that um, uh, relying on hamsters for our entire education system, we, we might be shooting ourselves in the foot here just a little bit. Mm, <laughs> yes, it's <this is> true. <laughs> uh, yep. Are we about saying that when they suddenly have the ability to communicate in English, that they also are sort of been imbued with additional intelligence as well? Because if they're speaking. It's your question. I know. I, I'm. I think really I, it up. Well, they unlock a lot of knowledge. Well, they unlock about they unlock all the knowledge. It's just mm -hmm. is the original hamster smart enough to figure it out? They know how to speak English. They have every word in the English dictionary. Mm -hmm. It's it's now of with all with all the words. Can they scramble it up to make sense to the students? Exactly. Because if they just say something like, that is a minus triple 89. That sounded pretty smart. I, I... The, the chicken number of 58289, that, then all the, all the kids will have no idea what to do. I couldn't tell if you were saying uh, unintelligent nonsense words or really intelligent words that were going way over my head. So uh, kudos to you, Bennett. I, I think that was maybe some of the most intelligent things I've ever heard. Maybe. Well, it was just a bunch of words you'd hear every day. It's just all scrambled into ways that made no sense. If they make no sense... The kids won't be able to do school. They won't learn anything, and will become will become big dumb, big dumb dumb couch potatoes at the end of act when they're an adult. So I think we agree, hamster, out. I think we agree, uh, B, out. Owl, we're on the fence. It sounds like. Mm -hmm. 
there's some there's a lot of goodwill towards the whale. Uh, mm. let, we should touch on the. Um, I'm sorry, Pat. What's what's the name of your uh, bird friend? The Arctic tern. Thank you. Um, yes. Now, for a creature that flies as far as it does regularly, are we at all concerned that they simply won't have time for us? Oh, yeah, busy. Yeah. They're, yeah, I, they do not think they slow down for much of anything. So th they might have time for us, though. Why do... So they might have time for us. Are, are they just getting their exercise so they fly to different back and forth? Plus... Oh, you think they're exercise they addicts. Once, they won't get the... the Coliseum, Leaning Tower. Like, they won't get a lot of the monuments. But what I'm most interested in from the turn is not necessarily the monuments, but I am interested in, like, how birds know about mag migratory patterns or interact with other birds on the, the way or anything like that. I feel like that's something that there's still things to be learned about, that the turn could be very insightful. Yep. So are we talking about like we're trying to get insight into like do do we think that they could tell us? That's a good question. I don't know. I'm, I'm worried so that I they have couldn't. a dark horse bonus nominee if we think that if they can explain to us something that is baffling beyond belief. Monarch butterflies. Mm. Who can travel to like uh, basically across? I think it's from like from the northeast U.S. down to Mexico and back again. Mm -hmm. But they do it by going about a third of the way, laying eggs, having the kids grow up, go another third of the way, lay eggs, go the rest of the way, and still know where they're going, how to get there, and when to turn around. Yeah, so that would yeah. be incredible if they were able to speak to it. I would love but, to learn that. But, but Caitlin brought up earlier the terrifying nature of several bullfrogs talking to you at once. What are the super clusters of monarch butterflies number in, in the millions, I believe? Yes. Ooh. Have, and one more thing. Science already knows the, the track for almost all birds and the monarch butterfly on how they migrate. They use stars. I don't think that we know exactly how, like intuitively, like a whole generation can turn over and still instinctively know to travel these ways. Sort of like how crows, if, they, if you have a crow enemy, their children's children will know that you're an enemy. There's this sort of like cross-generational communication that I think is still mysterious. I do want to step outside the, the podcast life for a moment and just fill our audience in that this is Caitlin's favorite animal fact. Oh, yeah. It is. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> if I can bring it up, I will. Caitlin is very worried about making crow enemies yes. for this exact reason. Of course. But... For some reason, but I'm pretty sure we also know the answer. B 
because once the once the parents teach their kid, once parents teach for humans, once their parents teach their kid the first word, for some reason they automatically know which language they're speaking. They might be not be able to say it, but they have it locked in their brain until they're able to say it. Oh, okay. So, so I think it's just the par- some of the parents not big, big, big knowledge, like enemies, best, best friends. Those go into the be- baby's mind almost as soon as they're born. Born or they hatch or something. Bennett is on the generational wisdom grind right now, and I'm... I love it. I think this is a great point. So, I think it's just a blood vibe or something, or like, I don't know. The phrase blood vibe is... (laughs) 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 Hi, everybody. We're murderers here. That's the title of my next album. Blood vibe. so cool. Okay. So, we have... I laid it out. I think everything we can. Do we have any consensus? So we have to eliminate one: owls or bullfrogs. Owls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's go around. <laughs> I'm gonna go with bullfrogs. That <laughs> <laughs> would just basically break half the myths that we don't know. Right. Okay. Uh, Caitlin, who are you eliminating? I'm going to eliminate monkeys for the same reasons that you said, Patrick. I had the same okay. thought. Bennett? I... I'm, a, I'm eliminating, eliminating owls. Already, they're already out. Owls? Um, bullfrog. I did that one. I wanted to eliminate bullfrog. Right. So we've got bees, hamsters. Bees. Bees. Bees are out. Dylan, you're up. Hamsters. Gone. So what do we have? Monkeys? Right. Monkeys are out. Whales? Whales are still in. Anglerfish got mentioned, but not actually officially nominated. So how, what okay. else do we have? Uh, we have the bird that I recommended. Mm-hmm. We have the whale. Whale? Uh... Is there anything else? No, I think that's it. Okay. Uh, I would vote for the whale to be the the winner. All right. Well, you know, the elimination voting round. Hold on. We have, so that's my vote. I disagree. You disagree. You would vote for the, for what? I I would vote for the birds. Okay. They'd be great, like, hand glider teachers. Like, once you you have your fake wings on your back, now jump out of the plane and keep your, and, and flap up and down your fake wings. They'd be great for that. Okay. Caitlin? 
Whale. Dylan? I won't whale. <laughs> I always thought you were doing bullfrog for a second. <laughs> do this gag. <laughs> Yeah, I, can I tell you the reason why I disagree? Whales wouldn't be able to win? Okay, well, they, they just they, did, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> because when whales pop up, they breathe through a spout in their back. Uh-huh. That's where all the water comes out, and they take a breath, breath through that, too. Okay. The words will come through the mouth. Uh huh. Then they can't lift their bodies fully out of the water, tell us something, and go back in the water. I guess we'll have all to go alone. I guess we'll have to go in the water to talk to them then. Yeah. But then, but then when they talk, they'll just their words will just go into bubbles and float up. I guess we got to get our scientists working on that then. We definitely have underwater we use for whales currently. Maybe they're already speaking English, and it just sounds like that because we're using underwater microphones. Oh yeah, <laughs> they try taking that microphone out of the water. Hey guys, what happens if we twist this dial? Oh my gosh, they're speaking English. <laughs> <laughs> Our coin—it's running out. Three, two, one. Why I do this? Why I think our time has expired. <laughs> <laughs> now, we must get away before our enemies discover our true identities. Oh, yes. Twa-twa. Twa-twa now. Twa-twa. 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 Twa-twa.